Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. This episode is brought to you by W Energy. Tired, hmm? Craving an energy drink, but you don't want to feel shitty and jittery afterwards? Well, try W. W Energy has this neural factor. It's a patented all-natural coffee cherry extract to help fuel you. Yeah, this ingredient is what gives W its laser focus and fast reflex effects, making it perfect for gamers. So, whether it's just had a long night, you know, just need some energy to go to work, Maybe a pre-workout or you want to get some gaming done. Dubby is for you. I highly recommend this. And they got some amazing flavors as well. Uh, very creative too, such as Dragonade, right? Dragonberry and Lemonade. Um, Galaxy Grenade. Beach and Peach. Yes, delicious. It's basically Kool-Aid that gets you pumped. So what the hell are you waiting for? Check them out at Dubby.gg. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. Yeah, and guess what? And for 10% off, at checkout, enter this coupon code, right? I got you. It's Screaming Chewy SH, all right? All together, caps. Screaming Chewy SH. And yeah, you got 10% off. Dobby, check them out. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. another exciting episode of screaming chewy show and um right now you're listening to i am seven that is returned to me and that's my special guest right here artist i am seven what's happening bro what up what up what up what up what up man how you doing yada yada good good digging that song and at the end of the episode i'll play the full song yeah and uh tell me about yourself man let's get to know you Okay, uh, I'm seven. Um, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Born and raised. Um, moved out of there when I was 16 to Georgia. Stayed there for about 15 years. 16. Then moved to Florida. Stayed there for about 15 years. And now here I am in AZ. Making music, bro. And kicking Making music. Ass. Yeah, yeah. Doing it all day and night. How long you been doing music, bro? I've been in the game since I was 16. Um, got in the game on some craziness, but uh, I came in dancing for Keith Sweat. Then I did some work with another Bad Creation, which was a kid group at the time. Uh, for those that don't know, um, they had a song out called Aisha and Playground. Um did a lot of work with them as far as like road managing with them. I wasn't really into music at that time. 
I was a dancer, so I just like sounds. And um, I used to take the keyboard off the tour bus and just play with sounds all day, all night. <clears throat> and uh, all of a sudden, I started noticing when you put certain sounds together, it starts sounding good, like music. I still didn't know what music was at the time. And then um, life took its path for me the opposite way. I left music alone um, and got into street life. And I did that for a long time, 28 years. Damn, man. Yeah. Damn, OG right there. OG, yeah. bro. 28 years. Interesting years. <laughs> <laughs> you went through a lot of stuff, bro. You have no clue. <laughs> we can find out tonight, but you have no clue. <laughs> yeah, it's up to you, man. It's up to you, hey, bro. You know. You ask away, I'll tell you. Yeah, man. Um, how did you get into the street life? Um, what happened? Honestly, I had I met this girl. Um, my homeboy introduced me to this girl on my birthday. And um she was a bartender at a club. Actually, rewind, go back. I had got into some shit. Can we curse on her? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I got into some shit, and um, I was homeless. This was after the music, after the dancing, after the touring. I was homeless. And I knew this girl who her uncle owned a popcorn business. They was from Chicago. So I hit him up, and he met me at a store. And... You know, back then, everybody think they knew everything about everything. So I told him, yo, I'm fucked up right now. I need some help. He handed me a bag. It was white. Some powder? Yeah. And 40 bucks. And he was like, bring me back like 80 bucks. I'm like, all right. I ain't know nothing about it. <laughs> so I called my homeboy I'm like yo I got this What's up He was like meet me We got a hotel room We went to a strip club in Atlanta He knew somebody up in there So we talked to her Slick shit We had shit in the cigarette box With three cigarettes in the front The rest behind it was All the real stuff The stick the <laughs> Yeah so we go up in there. We uh, I hook up with her. She she takes the cigarettes like she's smoking the cigarettes. She go back to the dressing room, do her thing, come back. She hand me the cigarette with one cigarette, one cigarette box with one cigarette in it. But behind that is all the money. Oh shit! I say, yo, you you a soldier? I could use you. <laughs> she knew what she was doing. Yeah. So I called my dude back that night. Was like, yo. You come grab this. I need another one. He was like, all right. Because it was quick. Just flipped it just like that. Just like that. <clears throat> so he met me, gave me another one. I got rid of that in about an hour. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it was that good. Yeah, like They was loving it. I called him back. I said, yo, I need a half. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Let's move this up yeah. real quick. Fuck these eight balls. Yo, give me a half. And he gave me he gave me a seven. Alright. Well, my boy had told me about some stuff called cut. 
mind you, I'm still new in the game. I'm like, all right. But what my boy didn't know was I was a mathematician. I was diagnosed as a mathematician at 10 years old. So I could stretch a number. I could stretch anything you give me related with number. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, let's get some cut. You got it. I turned seven into like 14 plus a eight. (laughs) We went back. And when I saw that money, I never took look back. From that point on, I didn't look back. You hit it, dude. You hit the ground running when it came to that, bro. I was hungry, and I wasn't. I don't mean for food. I was hungry to get out the streets because mm-hmm. coming from touring and shit, you don't expect to be homeless. You know what I mean? Nobody prepared me for the after part. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was just all partying, bitches, <laughs> <laughs> right? The good stuff. <laughs> Man, rock star life. Yeah, you know, you pay for stories on the road, and then when you get off, you realize you pay for too many stories. <laughs> you know, chick yeah. tell you her mom got to have an open heart surgery in the morning. She need ten racks, and you like, well, shit, I need that because I'm young at the time. She like, I give you that. I'm like, okay, I give you that. I didn't think, I didn't care. You know, but Damn. you grow up. You grow up. That's you how know? you learn, man. Yeah. Live and learn. Damn, man. And um, you've had a crazy life. Uh, oh, it gets crazier. <laughs> tell me all about it, bro. It gets crazier. Um, I decided to give my life to God about almost six years ago. October 28th of this year will be six years. Nice, man. I knew I was meant for something else. Just didn't know what. And I told, and I had got into some trouble. Um, <clears throat> I was pumping gas in Florida one day, and I saw this Hummer pull up on the other pump on the other side of me. So the guy stepped out, had on dress shoes, slack shirt and tie. I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't care. While I'm pumping, he's. <laughs> I turn back around and look. Something tell me, look at his his waist. I look at his waist. He had a badge on that says special agent. Oh, fuck. I said, oh, shit. Okay, you a cop. But still, at the same time, like, I'm moving militant, so I'm, I'm good. All of a sudden, something told me, let's go. Time to go. I start hanging the pump up, and he was like, yo, Gus, where you going? Oh, shit, bro. Nigga, you call me by my government? Like, what? Then he started saying, ain't you here to meet? So-and-so and, whoa, I was like, yo, bro, you, I think you got the wrong person. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, yeah, we'll see. Holy so shit. I get in the car. I call my dude because I see him coming up the road. I'm like, dude, don't even turn in here. Like, I <laughs> tell him, to- yeah, I tell him what happened. And this fool tell me, oh, man, they don't know we there to see each other. I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> Turn up in there. He was like, man, just meet me on the other side by the phones. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. So I left. I had, you know, one of them burner phones at the time. I popped that bitch in half. Overweight. Threw it out the window. Then when I went to Walmart, my chick at the time, she was a rider. I had her go on Walmart and buy a phone. Another burner. Because I'm thinking... I don't need to be on camera being brought, seen buying another phone. 
That's a that's suspect. So she go in there and buy a phone. Boom, I hook it up, call everybody back. <clears throat> um, At that moment, I decided it's time to shut down shop. And I told God, if you get me out of this. And actually, me and my baby moms wasn't seeing eye to eye at the time. She was a little mad at me because I was so far stuck up my girl's ass <laughs> that I didn't see what was going on around me. Mm. And she hit me up on Messenger one day, Facebook Messenger, and she said, you so fucking stupid and got your head up this girl's ass that you don't even notice that there's cops outside. And I'm like, ain't no cops outside. I'm looking outside. Ain't no cops. Girl, what are you talking about? I was like, why are you tripping? She was like, stupid. That U-Haul truck been there for a week. Who moves out of a house all week? Oh. You're right. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Surveillance van right there. Huh? Yeah. So I shut down. Took seven months to shut operation down in Florida. And uh, me and her, we jumped on a plane and came to Arizona. I came here. Because I told God, if you get me out of this situation, I'll never look back. I'm done. I got in touch with my brother, who I haven't seen in 30 years. Last time I seen him, he was six. When I came here, he was 35, turning 36. Wow. I wrote his first song when he was five. Damn. I taught him how to rap when he was six. If you listen to my brother right now, even though we don't see eye to eye, I'm a man. I'm grown. Eye to eye or not, that nigga's a... Fucking genius, yo. He took what I gave him and ran with it. Like, I can't tell you. Like, you just got to hear him. It's sick. But he has some issues that I'm not going to go into because mm-hmm. that's that's his business. You feel me? Like, yep. I'm dealing with it enough already, but not directly because I choose to step back. Nice. Um, I choose to step back because when you grow, you learn how to let go. Even if it hurts. Mm-hmm. And I went through the worst hurt I could ever go through. So we get here, me and my ex fiance. We get here and I'm thinking, okay, it's going to change your life. Because she wasn't in the best place as well. I met her in the streets. She was struggling with addiction. Took me three and a half years of the six years we was together to get her off of dope. Because I don't play that. As much as I'm in the streets like that, I don't play that. Like, if you mind, you can smoke weed. That's it. Mm. That's it. And at that time, if I wanted to be really freaky diggy, we could pop a little X. Hell yeah. A little Molly. Yeah. But then we're going to get some sleep in this business the next day. Nice. She was the type to overindulge. So. Binge. Yeah. So. It took us coming out here to break that off. You, when you're trying to change, you got to get away from everybody you know. No matter if you love them, care about them, they could have been day one from A1. If they enable what you do, you have to get away from that. So we came here. Mind you, I ain't spoke to my brother in 30 years, so I really don't know him. But I'm like, yo, just look out for us till we get on our feet. And I got it from there. We get out here, everything he told me was a lie. Fuck. And I was okay with it. 
Because it wasn't a bad lie. It was just wasn't the truth. You didn't buy a house for $40,000. Your old lady's a cardiologist assistant. She brought the house. It's 300000 Damn. Mm-hmm. Don't make sense. Yeah. But I dealt with it. But that was the first time I seen a man obsessed with a man. And we brothers come out the same nutsack. Who I know, I can introduce you to. No problem. Mm-hmm. Give it time. Yeah. My brother was so on another level that he even wrote a song about me. And the song is dope. But it's like if you really listen to it, there's so much pain in it from what happened. Oh, damn. From me leaving. Mm-hmm. His childhood. Yeah. He hasn't gotten over that, which he don't understand. I had to go. Mm-hmm. I was getting beat. Had to go. Damn. Yeah. To get out of that situation. Right. So, me and my ex get on our feet. I get a job with Amazon Flex. She had a job with a, a agency called Quick. And uh, we get on our feet. And um, after I get the job, November 8th, 2019, 31 days later, I had a car accident and died. Um. <clears throat> I fell asleep driving, apparently. I can't tell you the accident other than what I know from what was told to me from the cop. But I fell asleep while I was driving, working, because I was doing like five shifts a day for Amazon. Damn. When we got a car, I looked at her and said, we ain't going to be broke no more, because I've been a hustler my whole life. So to go from $3,000 a day to <laughs> nothing. That took my head a different way because I was used to that my whole life. Like, just mm. getting it. Like Used to that lifestyle, that yeah. having that money. Yeah, like, let's go shopping and then who cares? The next morning I got 4500 easily. Like, so, it, but I learned that was lessons from God that, that humbled you down to, if you want that change, you have to accept everything that comes with it. Nice. Most people that. just accept what, what they want to accept and they leave out everything else or they say, well, I'll work on that. No, you got to work on everything at the same time. hundred percent. I love that, bro. So, um, I got T-bone, my car spent four times, hit a curve and went three feet in the air, took out a traffic light box. When they did that, I came out the back driver passenger window face first, broke every bone in my face. Bust every nerve in my face and my right eye came out. Oh, my God. Um, nose broke, everything. I was done. Um, I died right there on the scene. But the cop said the crazy thing was I came out the car. I had two cell phones in my hand. I was holding my right eye. And I was running from the cop as he was trying to chase me. Blood squirting everywhere. And I dialed everybody in both of my phones and asked for help. He said, and it took me about two minutes to do it. And then I stopped and handed him my phone and said, sir, I'm going to die. And that was the first time I went flatline. He brought me back four minutes later. He decided to airlift me because he figured like ambulance would just be too much. So they airlifted me to a Brazo West in Phoenix. 
as I'm there, <laughs> I don't know what happened really because I wasn't really in my right mind at that time. But apparently I went again. And this time I was gone for like six minutes. But I came back and that's when they decided to put me down like in a coma because I wasn't going to make it. But they airlifted me from there to a Brazel West and Goodyear trauma center. And um, that's when this angel of a woman who was on vacation just got off a plane in Boston, forgot to turn a tablet off, turned it off, looked at it, went to go turn it off and looked at it and saw my case on there. And knew I wasn't going to make it. So she canceled her vacation. Booked another flight. And flew back to Arizona. And performed a $260,000 reconstructed surgery on my face. Wow. And that's how my face looked the way it do now. Wow. I woke up. She put me in a coma for 30 days. I woke up 27 days early. So three days later? Three days later. Holy shit, bro. When I woke up, there was five doctors in my room, and the lady who invested the 7500 from the beginning when I got the car and all of that, it was just them two in the room, and uh, I couldn't talk. My This side of my face was sitting on this side of my face. Like, it was crazy. The bar is open. Sit back, grab a cold one, and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News. Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4. Tucson AZ 85712 or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. And I looked at her and I'm telling her, like, go get my girl. And she's crying, and I'm like, what you crying for? And that's when she tells me my girl left. Oh, my God. I'm like, left where? Because she wasn't in the car. It's not like she died. Where did she leave? And she was like, she got on a bus and went home. Just straight up dipped. Dipped. When she said that, the doctors, I'm looking at them, and they're in astonishment. Like, what the fuck are you doing up? And we had you down with, as I come to find out, they gave me Profilball. But they gave me enough to have me down for 30 days, and I came back three days later. So they like, what the fuck are you doing up? You're a fighter, bro. Yeah, and I'm looking at them like, 
And they talking, but I can't hear them because the only thing I could think of, she says she's gone. Like, that was my world for six years. So they telling me I got to stay in the hospital for eight months. I got to learn how to walk again, how to talk, how to eat. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm not staying. I'm going to get my bitch. What the fuck you talking about? Like, y'all, y'all tripping. Right. So the doctor came to me in private one night and he said, this is like three days in. He said, look, I know you want to go. Because I was giving them problems. I was, I'm a hell in in the hospital. I'm going to give you hell. And um, he was like, if you could show that you could at least walk with a walker, we'll let you go. Bro, I stayed up all night sliding my feet across the floor to to show I could figure this out. Damn. It worked enough, but I think they just wanted me gone anyway. So I discharged myself out the hospital. And um Fuck bro. Yeah. Um Cause they was talking about eight months. I'm not finna sit in the hospital for eight months. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't care how good the service is. I'm not doing it. And um, they wheeled me out the hospital. That lady who told me that my girl was gone, she was there to pick me up. And um, honestly, when I got out, I had nowhere to go. Nowhere. I didn't. Know, I don't know nobody out here. You know what I mean? I know my brother and his mother, but they turned their back on me. So I was like, fuck, what I do? So she was, she going through a divorce at the time. So she was like, look, I'll help you. Because I couldn't do nothing. Like, I couldn't yeah. walk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't eat. Couldn't feed my, I couldn't do shit. Yeah, like, how are you going to work? Or you yeah, get money? I, I couldn't even think. Like, when I tell you coming back from that type of tragedy, people might not understand it, but, like, my my brain was a vegetable, like a brand new baby. So I was looking to her to tell me what to do. Like, what do I do now? How do I pee? How do I wipe my ass when I shit? Like, I literally didn't understand all of that. Damn. And um, I had another friend in Portland who she knew what happened. And she said, um, she flew me to Portland. Now, mind you, I ain't even supposed to be on a plane. I jumped on a plane two weeks after I got out the hospital. She flew me to Portland. And I thought I could take it out there, but that's when I realized when you got this much metal in your face, cold ain't your friend at all. Rain ain't your friend at all. Those are really your ops. (laughs) Oh, my God, bro. So, and you can't shoot rain. You can't shoot cold. (laughs) I was, I lost. So, I left there four days later. But when I left... She felt so bad. Two weeks later, she booked another flight for me, opened her garage, and she said, I got three cars and it's just me. She said, nobody touches my Mercedes. Nobody touches my brand new Forerunner. But you need a car to get on your feet because I had just got a job with Grubhub, but I ain't got no car now. Mm -hmm. She said, so pick a car. And the last car she had left was a Porsche Cayenne Turbo. I'm looking at this car like, that's a $100,000 car. You just you give it to me? She said, no, I'm going to give it to you. But when you get eight grand, you owe me eight grand. Say no more. 
Shit, Say bro. no more for that card. Let's go. And then I started thinking. I was like, "But how am I gonna get this back to Arizona?" She said, "Well, because she owned a mortgage company, and she was like, well, I gotta go see my underwriter. So I'll drive with you back. I'll put the gas in. We'll register it, and then you get on your feet." She did exactly that. Wow. That's the first blessing I saw, and I was like, "Okay, I see God working. I understand." Yeah. But it's still 90% of me wanted to go back home. And 89% of that was because of my chick. Mm. But I made a promise to God that I'd never come back. So I'm fighting that. And then I'm fighting the demon that's saying go back. Mm-hmm. That temptation. Ooh, it got sticky. <laughs> it got sticky. But I, I wind up staying because... All of a sudden, I just started seeing blessing after blessing after blessing after. And I couldn't deny it. Like, it got to the point where I was like, if I stay away from her, I got something. If I get with her, I lose it. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of losing. So I stayed. Me and my brother, we had an LLC business together, a production company. Doing well, actually. Had a video on YouTube. Shout out to my boy, G. Uh, he filmed that for us. Um, it was doing good. Like I said, he's a beast. But then he, when he did what he did, I ain't want to be on the articles or organization with him no more. I don't. I don't do business like that. Mm-hmm. So, called my lawyer, got out the articles or organization. I think it was July third, twenty twenty. And then on July 3rd, 2020, I opened up Seven Diamond Productions. Damn. LLC. And uh, I I did it really to be on some petty shit. To show them, like, I never needed you. Like, I do this. I don't need you. Show them what's up, huh? But then I didn't do nothing with the company. I just left it there. And then I started getting equipment throughout the year, fiddling. And my boy G, that's that's my mentor. I call him the Oracle. So I talk about G a lot. Nice, nice. But uh he uh he kept telling me, yo, you need to go digital. You need to go digital. Cause I was analog. Like I was keyboard, MPC drum machine, old school. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the you know, they don't make them like they used to. Yeah, yeah. And then um, you know, for this pain in my face, I take that shit Jesus. This shit right there. Oh, the good stuff. That's that was it. Bomb, dude. That was yeah. Bomb. And um, they had a BOGO at the dispensary one day. And I went and got like, I think it was like six jars. And they gave me six. So I had like 12 jars. <laughs> and I had this computer. And I said, either I'm going to learn it or I'm not. I smoked 25 of them Jeters and learned this computer in five days. Not fully, but enough to start making music. And then G, my oracle, <laughs> he with him telling me things, I got a homeboy named Ben, ben Sounds, Dr. Sounds. Him telling me things, me figuring out things, going to different studios. I knew an engineer. I'm talking to him, showing me things. Got me to where I'm at right now. Man, and um, you've made a lot of music, a lot of badass music. You've been kicking ass, bro. Bro, I got like almost 500 beats, 
73 on SoundCloud, 41 on 3,000 platforms. Uh, I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep. <laughs> so tell me, um, how'd you come up with your name? If you Google definition of angel number seven, that was me. What? That's and, deep, bro. That's deep. And I said, I'm seven. Like, it's me. This, this, my goal is to have something of seven in your home, whether it's couch cushion, drapes, coffee mug, toothbrush, music, um, picture, clothes. I don't care what it is. A dog bowl. I want something of mine. I wanted a brand in your house. Yo. Because I represent peace, love. I want everybody to make it. You know what I mean? That's so good, man. every time you look at that seven of whatever it is in your home, you be like, I want to do it like him. Yep. That you know, that means that no matter how bad life gets, bro, you keep fighting, you know, you're gonna get out of it. There's a couple of things I don't accept in life. I don't accept excuses and I don't accept people saying I can't. If you tell me I can't do that, then I can't listen to you no more. Nice. Because there was a time where I couldn't walk and I couldn't talk and I couldn't eat. I taught myself how to do that. I made myself change things around. So if you really want to change something, you can change it. It tells us in the Bible, you can do whatever you want to do if you put your mind to it. Facts. Yep. A lot of people don't put their mind to it. They just say, oh, I can't do that. How you know? Because yeah. I YouTube a lot of shit. I Google a lot of shit. It teach you. Like, when my car broke down, I'll look it up. If I can't do that, I'll take it to the mechanic. Yep. Because I ain't got the tools to do that. But if I could do that, I, I got it. You're right. We have so much information, you know, in our And hands. it's free. Yep. yep. Free. I remember, man, growing up in my days, you had to put 10 cent in the phone booth and dial 411 to hear any motherfucking information. Now, you could Google it. Anything. any Man, I've tested Google. Anything. Yep, I'll be at work and I don't know, you know, there's something happens, I don't know what to do. I'm like, just Google it real yeah, quick. Yeah, real quick. YouTube it. And it's there. Open information. So for people... Who come up with excuses of why they can't do something? You just don't want to do it. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, I mean, there's a lot of times people be like, <laughs> "You can't do this." I had people tell me, "You can't get music on a major platform without an artist." What? My shit is on a major platform right now without an artist. Show them what's up. Do I want an artist? Yeah, I want an artist. You know what I mean? I would love to have an artist on there. But I ain't got time to deal with the babiness either. Yep. We either going to work or we not. Because I could show you work. I could pull open my work and show you. I could sit here and do. The other day I did like five beats in two hours. Now, were they perfected? Of course not. But there was enough to where all I got to do is go back, fix a few things, drop a few sounds, tweak a few things. It's over. Put a name to it. So I'm working like that. If you can't work like that, we ain't going to work. Yeah. Got to keep pumping it out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because when you give up, that's when it's over. Yeah, some people, they get stagnant, and they'll kind of ease off, and they're like, oh, I'll do it later, and then that's yeah. when you start putting it off. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like that, too, sometimes. Sometimes I could put a lot of shit off. I don't want to get to it right now. But then <laughs> I tell people that's that's the privilege of owning your own shit. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to take a loss, fuck it. I'll take the loss for the day. I don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to take too many losses, you know. Right. <laughs> Them losses add up real quick, you know what I mean? But yeah. Damn, man. Damn. Yeah, I've been through it. <laughs> but here you are, man, making music and um just keep going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh you got some new stuff coming out too as well? Yeah, I'm working on a um an album actually. Um, like my boy G would call it a binary album where there's the beats, the songs just go into each other, but it it's a it's telling a story. Um, you know how you used to watch Tom and Jerry, and it had no words, but you knew everything that was going on. Yeah. You made the story up. You knew what happened. It's gonna be the same thing, and you'll be able to look at it and be like, "Yo, I know what's going on. I know what he. Oh shit!" And then the music going with it. So it's going to be like a mini movie with like maybe five, six tracks to it, just all flowing. They all lead into each other? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, working on that. And I got a voice recording for an Australian woman that does uh, voiceovers for commercials and shit. So a few things in the works. Just the album and actually I still got like 33 more songs to release off of SoundCloud that I didn't even touch yet. I just left them because those started doing so well. And my Oracle told me, don't release no more. Like, let those ride right now. That's smart. I mean, yep. It's 41 up there. Like, you could listen for hours. Yep. That's so. a smart move. You let You let those out. You know, let them ride out mm-hmm. and then give it some time and then boom, some fresh stuff. Yeah. The so reserves. Starting to do the video. that, And actually, we just got the location going to be at Sand Dunes. So I'm going to be out there on some Egyptian desert shit. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, that's some I Am 7 stuff right there, man. Yeah, just some different. You know, history always repeats itself. Nothing new happens under the sun. I say it every day to people I talk to. Like, you don't look and say, yo, Chew, you see that damn carousel that came down from the sky? Nobody seen nothing like that. Ain't nothing new happening. It's just how you reinvent it. I like to reinvent. Yep. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Yeah. It's the same, but a little different. My twist to it. I love yeah. it, man. Yeah. And um, keep it up, man. You're doing amazing I'm trying. I'm definitely trying. Oh, shit, my battery low. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm live, too. What's up, Facebook? What's happening, Facebook Live? <laughs> Got an audience here. Yeah. Hey, there. And uh, where where can people find your stuff, man? Where can people find you? Um, Besides Facebook, on Facebook, I am 7 Diamond is my artist page. Um, Seven Diamond Production is my business page, 
And Instagram is Seven Diamond Productions. And then Twitter is Seven. Oh, no, it's Twitter is I Am Seven, I Am Seven. But then outside of that music, I'm on all 3,000 platforms. But the major ones, I mean, 90% of the world got either iTunes, Apple Play, Apple Music, Deezer, SoundCloud. Am I missing one? God forgive me. Um, any one of them five, you catch me. Any platform. I don't care if you got bubblegum delicious platform. Go there. I'm on there. Oh damn. Nice. Yeah, I'm on everything. Hell yeah. But um yeah, man. And um thank you for coming by, bro. Um Oh yeah. And uh you're always welcome back. Yo, have me back anytime. Anytime. I bring the weed, music. Oh hell yeah, the good stuff. The good stuff. Let's get some artists going. Yeah, some collabs. Yeah, any artists out there need some beats, come holler at me. And um, yeah, definitely check them out. A lot of music. I like to actually listen to your music and just let it play while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Like, gets me all pumped, bro. Right, right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. And uh, so right now we're going to hear Return to Me. I am seven. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for coming in, bro. Thank you, appreciate Chewy. It. Honor. everyone thanks for tuning in and if you'd like to support this podcast check out anchor.fm slash screaming chewy gmail.com any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer if not that's cool i'm just happy you're tuning in and hey screaming chewy show merch yeah that's right at teespring.com just google teespring t-e-e spring screaming chewy show just go with that i'll take you right there and uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, check out my YouTube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game 
or die playing PUBG or some shit, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, just check out my YouTube and uh, Twitter. It's at Ch Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy Show. I should change it to that. But for now, it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. See you next week. Peace.